I was telling her about, I was trying to describe something. Um, oh, I was trying to tell her about Hard Space Shipbreaker. Oh, so good. Because I was trying to describe like kind of the vibe to it. And I was like, have you ever seen um, uh, Firefly? And she was like, no, 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 I don't know what Firefly is. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, that makes and so I kind of just like <laughs> glossed over it and I was, and then I just happened to mention, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like Cowboy Bebop if you know what that is. And she was like, oh my God, I know what that is. I have watched literally every episode. That is one of my favorite shows of all time. And I was like, oh my God. Well, it's a fucking classic. It is. But no, it was just one of those things where I was like, how do you not know Firefly? And yet you know what the fuck Cowboy Bebop is of all things. Um, and so then I ended up telling her about Daddy Fat Snaps and his rap about Cowboy Bebop where they... Uh, he keeps the original tank uh, uh, instrumentals in it, but then changes it up. Ah. Um, by the way, if we want to open up our coffees now, we can finally oh, do that. Hello, fucking oh, hello Oh, thank so, God. Oh, that was tasty. Oh, yeah. There we go. <sighs> I forgot to shake up my coffee beforehand, so I got to do this really weird thing now. Oh, yeah, you put it over it and shake it? Yeah. It's hard that looks a little rude over there, Mitchell. <laughs> or he's like, just getting started. It's fine. Keep going. Keep going. Be jacking off an elephant's dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird circular motion you got going there. <laughs> it's not about the speed. It's about the pleasure, okay? Motion of the ocean. <laughs> hey, man, elephant oh. never forgets. <laughs> okay, um... The first 40, Hi, everybody. The first 48 seconds of this recording might sound a little weird because I forgot to press delete on everything. And it just recorded our previous over our previous sound test. So it'd be fine. Oh, well, I guess if worse comes to worse, we could just edit the shit out. It's fine. It's, fine. Um, it's just going to be 48 seconds of weird demonic noises. It's fine. Maybe, maybe. Um, welcome back, everybody. Um... Hello, everyone. Welcome sorry back for, to Warcast Eternals. I feel like we always say sorry for our long departure, but this one is entirely... <laughs> there was a reason for this one. <laughs> this one's entirely my fault and not my fault at the same time. I wouldn't say it was your fault. It was just... No, it's 100% his fault. Okay, don't, never it's, mind. Move it's on. all, it's all literally entirely me. It's, it's my life that screwed up everything. Um, so, first news first. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> Shame. Uh, my, ding, name, ding. my name is Mitchell. Shame. <laughs> Ting ting! Shame. Stop. <laughs> you only get two sets of tings. Um. Shame. <laughs> damn it. Uh, let's see. So where do I start off? Uh, just to give a general life update of what happened to me in the past month. Um, I accepted a new job offer, and Got I told you could eat a fat bag of dicks from your old job. Yeah, he I was molested so by a clown. I, I accepted I'm the, a job. I'm just putting things in there at this point. I got offered a job on a Friday. The next Monday, I accepted it, and then I gave him my two weeks notice. My two weeks notice became a half-day notice, and then fired I've been people. kind of not working for an entire month now. And he still and hasn't completed the gas yet. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, all that free time, and you still haven't completed the gas. I have been through a lot of emotional <laughs> turmoil, okay? <laughs> Um, but you still didn't complete the gash, and that's like the big takeaway here. Yeah, that, that really is. Depressia espressi? Nah, didn't complete the gash. <laughs> suffer. Yeah, fair point. Um, a lot of emotional turmoil. Um, Speaking of not completing the gash. Yeah. That's so, coincidentally, that's who we're talking about today. He's going to want to fucking kill us. Of what no, is no, 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 no. Speaking coincidentally, that is who we're talking about today, but please continue. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, we will be talking about Nagash. Old world Nagash. Old world, not not new world just yet. Because since next. he is he's a person who have lived through the old world. And he's has also all of one of those memories. guys who was like kind of big G God before end time, before AOS started. At least in yeah. power rating. So like, you know. Um, anyway, back see. to why Mitchell is Depresso Expresso. The <laughs> person who I got in a relationship with... Um, decided to not be in a relationship and attempt to fix her old one. Oh man, we're getting, we're, we're getting the, you're getting the whole loaf here. I put mm-hmm. it on my dirty laundry. Yeah. All right. Whole um, loaf. And in that period of time, um, I've read the first book of Harry Potter too. Got that going for me. Wait, have you not read Harry Potter? Before? No, I never read Harry Potter. Don't tell James that. To be fair, neither have I. So I never actually read it. That was the thing that I've also like, never watched the movies either. Okay, see, okay, that's, that's where I surprising. Draw a line. That's yeah, surprising. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, that was actually something that. So that's part of what I accredit with some of my really early um, love for reading was that that's something my father actually read to me whenever I was a kid. Oh, which is funny because at the time that he was reading it to me, I had still I had already mastered like a pre high school reading level because I learned how to read at a really high level. By about the third grade. <laughs> um, and I feel that. Yeah. And then, um, everybody, um, welcome to the third apartment that this podcast is being recorded in. Number three. Um, I have. Yeah, this is number three. This yeah. is number three. I have moved from Brian to Austin. So I'll drink, I'll drink coffee to that. <clears throat> I have one from Bastrop. I, know, I feel like I need some Jameson in here. To Brian, I got brandy. Actually, it's con. I don't know if it's... No, it's brandy, because it's made in South Africa. Um, For those of you who don't know, cognac is just like champagne, and you can only be called cognac if it's made in a very specific region in France. Yeah, so I'm... Otherwise, it's brandy. We started this podcast in Bastrop. Then it moved to Brian. Then we did Brian, which we kind of started doing 50-50 with Discord, and now I am back in Austin. Now we've met in the middle in Austin. I'm going to be honest, if we're going to be in Austin more often, that's... That cuts down driving time for me by, like, like a, a lot. Yeah, so we can do a lot more in person again. I think yeah. you knock off a slow 30 minutes of driving just for being in Austin. Uh, no, round trip wise, I knock off something like three hours. Well, it's a, it's, an round hour, trip. it's an hour 30 from Waco to Austin. Yeah. And it was, how, how far was it from Brian? Um, from Brian, if a straight yeah. shot, if I went to go pick you up, it would have been an hour for him. Huh. But, yeah, nah. but it takes me two hours to get from Waco to Bastrop, and then it took an additional, let's just call it an uh, an hour and a half for mm-hmm. easy math to get to, to get Brian. From, to get to Brian. So that was a seven hour round trip. Mm-hmm. Now it's down to a three hour round trip. So I'm actually lock, locking up. Not, <laughs> I am lopping off about four hours. It is going to be considerably hours. less miserable for you to do these things. Yeah. Also, like, there's a fucking amazing ramen shop, like. 10 minutes from oh, here. God. Oh, you're yeah. fucking welcome. Yeah, me, yeah. me and Mitchell Dude. found that baller ass. Oh, by the way, everybody, um, well, the cans that we opened up at the very beginning was not beer. It's actually our favorite coffee drink of all time. UCC coffee. So, yeah. UCC coffee. To give, to give you all Mine's a little bit already of... empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you cracked that thing open and probably drank half the so fucking can. Stop shotgunning your <laughs> coffee. <laughs> so, no. So, this goes back to uh, the time before, the we started, before we even started this podcast. Where uh, I like, I just had to point out that Mitchell was trying to like, was like bearing his soul about like how it's been hard. Now it's like, yeah, fuck but no you. one gives a shit about alcohol. That. Oh, <laughs> we move coffee. Fuck Mitchell's feelings. I start my juba. I <laughs> start my juba. Oh my god, it's a stroke. How long's it been? Um, I start my new job. I think that's the first one of the year. On 
this Monday. Nice. So, and I'm. Oh, that was your phone. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and turn my phone on. Um, um, and I am pretty excited because not only is it now for the state instead of a city, um, better. Pretty good pay raise, and I'm actually able to live comfortably inside the city of Austin. Not that's impressive. Not not a suburb. <laughs> so, also, I live a. Bl- I could walk to the Warhammer store. Oh my god, is it really that close? It is. It, it, it is that like close. Five minutes away. Man, Mitchell, you are never gonna have cash ever again. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> no the problem is, is right down the street is Kirby Lane and that Japanese restaurant. Oh man, yeah. you're gonna get so no, fat. And have Phil, so much you don't get it. Within walking distance is a pharmacy. Two, uh, t- two grocery stores, the Warhammer shop, like six restaurants, one of which you just went to, which was, which was the ramen yeah, place. Right. Um, and I think two if, other things. A few bars. Out. A few bars. And a Twin Liquors. Oh, my God. Mitch Somebody. So, so fat. Because you know what I didn't hear you list? A gym. A gym. <laughs> oh, no. I got a really nice gym at my place. Oh, God damn it. Also, there's yeah. a gym right across the street, too. Fuck off. <laughs> There's a target there too. Somebody's going to geo- geolocate so, my reference. So <laughs> there's a Jap- uh, there's a Japanese convenience store nearby too. Where we got where, where we got these is like three minutes away. But yeah, um, I'm living so the goes, high life because this, this is also the street that I grew up off, pretty much. Yeah. So this this coffee though, this goes back to the days before the podcast where Jacob and I worked oh, in re- uh, worked in restaurants, and I worked in downtown Austin. And, uh, yeah, we would, so Jacob and I would come into Austin on our off days and we'd go to this pl- little hole in the wall called the room around spend too much money, eat too much noodle and drink too much. Well, beer. that was the thing is we never spent that <laughs> and much money. smoke too much hookah. Oh yeah. That, that, yeah, that we did. So we'd come into Austin. Rip the Cosba. Yeah. Yeah. We'd come into Austin. We'd go to Daruma down on dirty sixth and we would eat just a massive amount of ramen. And he went to go steal a cat. Uh, I think that's exactly like, what, that, that like, is the stealing so, cat waddle. That is exactly what that that's is. Exactly what that is. That's this. We're waiting to see if we're right. Yep, that's yep. the best. <laughs> I wish I anyway, that. But while we were there, uh, one of the things that they had was they had this Japanese coffee called UCC coffee. And it got to the point where Jacob and I would walk in the door, sit down at the bar, and without having, without saying a single word, they would bring us two UCC coffees, and then two bowls of ramen, extra spicy, yeah, extra they, egg. They knew us by name. Yeah. No, 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 they didn't know you by name. They knew you by soul. <laughs> There's a difference. That really God is damn right. And uh, at one point, my mentor, who worked at the restaurant that I uh, was working at was also working there at Daruma. And so he'd stand behind the uh, the counter while making ramen and just, like, chatting me up and talking to Jacob, and we'd shoot the shit for, you know, 10 minutes, eat ramen, and then we'd get off of there, and we'd, like, waddle back to my car, and then we'd drive over to um, Guadalupe and go hit up the Cosbo over on, like, 29th, I think, 27th or 29th, somewhere around there. And, yeah, then we'd have a shitload of hookah, and we'd make an entire day out of it. We'd go. We'd stop at. Daruma I miss the Cosmo. Like I don't smoke, mm-hmm. but I miss the Cosmo because it was dope tea. The tea. Yeah. Though, though yeah, I, f- that I found the Moroccan mint. They have it at Central Market. That does not surprise me. And I can't stop drinking it. I love it. 
I'm just happy. Yeah, that's really good. The happiest man alive. (laughs) Even with all my emotional turmoil and my lack of job the past month and uh, financial instability at the moment. For the next month, because I get paid once a month. (laughs) So no, that's something I was talking uh, talking to with one of my instructors about. And he was like, yeah, it is so weird going from getting paid bi-weekly to getting paid once a month. And I was like, yeah, you're really missing that third paycheck, aren't you? And he was like, you have no fucking idea. I miss the third paycheck so much. Nothing yeah. about the third paycheck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because whenever... I'm I- about to be a cash person. Cash. Because it's just be like, let me go to the ATM. Let me grab out, like, the money I'm going to spend for the week. I guess I'm not going to spend any more money for the week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was one of the things that he was telling me. It was really hard for him going from working for GE get to working for... Get close to your for... mic. Get, you put yourself in this predicament. Get get up here. Okay, um, we should probably get to the episode somewhat. <sighs> Do we have to, though? We've been at this for 13 minutes now. I think we can make it 30. <laughs> it has been a hot minute. But yeah, I think no. We can go an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah, this entire delay has jo- been jokes on us. We're actually turning this into a two-parter. The first part is just going to be a life update with all of us. Well, hold on, Mitchell. Would you like to finish why your life sucks? <laughs> uh, dude, moving into this apartment complex sucked because you saw how far dude, that so walk many, was. So many stairs. It's it, it's it's a first floor apartment, but you have to go up. Yeah, two, you're, two f- you're in the part of Austin that's more hill than flat, <laughs> and it's pretty rough. Yeah, dude, but the pool here is so nice. Yeah, next time I come here, I'll bring my uh, shorts and we'll go swimming. We'll also, you know, get here earlier. It'll be easier with you know actual sunlight. Yeah, I just wasn't expecting traffic. I should have known better, but I was not expecting yeah, traffic to yeah, be fucking no, miserable. So when when I called you, me and Mitchell were sitting in. <laughs> And we're, we're driving to here, and I call you, and Mitchell looks at my face, I'm talking to you, and I hang up the phone, Mitchell's like, he ain't even left yet. I'm like, he ain't even fucking left yet. <laughs> even take your His shower His ass gonna be here till fucking 7.30. Bro, okay, like, I've been watching Warrior Nun, and uh, I watched the first season, and I liked it, and then I realized they came out with the second season, so I've been binging that, and I just threw on episodes, and I was like, yeah, it'll be fine, and I was reading up, and I was doing my research while I was at it, and then I looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, it's like 4.20. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Real shit. Anyway, so back on to uh, Mitchell's incompleted Nagash. I mean, um, Nagash. The topic of our episode today. I mean, but both is right. Oh, God, don't even fucking started. It, look, Elvia, it's look. been over a fucking year. It, dude, no, it's been my job sucked. It was January, January of last year. I worked yeah. for forty weekends last year. Uh, just don't. And I got told hard, I didn't work hard enough. Hard okay, I like, give the most Mitchell response ever. Uh, just try harder. Yeah, you're right. I need to be more. Just be better. Yep. I just need to be more. Just be better. Don't suck. Yep. Look, look, look. All I'm saying is, you can't be as much of a fuck-up as one of the guys that my instructor used to work with who cost GE over a quarter million dollars on infusion pumps. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's okay. I, I didn't hit an um, airplane wing. I don't know if or what, but, like, he is struggling over here. Remember at Transit, there's a reason why the buses are no longer allowed on the tarmac? Oh, yeah. Somebody hit a plane with a bus. Yeah, I remember that now. One of the few things you're not going to win the battle. A plane. <laughs> and you chose to run into a plane. Wasn't he also in a, in a Dorito? Fuck? 
Wasn't it in a Dorito? I don't know. How the fuck it, did that it, happen? Because it wasn't it the Doritos. Only the Doritos that went out there. No, or was this was or was this back during the time when we would actually drive out onto the tarmac? This is the period of time we would drive out onto the tarmac. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of dumb. Oh How God. the fuck did that situation even become possible? Dude, uh, so that the tarmac- amount the, the the people who drive buses at A and M, just bad, sir. I want you to look behind you where there's the cat, okay? That cat's smarter than half of them. <laughs> but he's known for being stupid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that is hey, not an hey, exaggeration. Hey, 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 Mitchell, you want to tell him about the time the guy drove all the way to downtown Brian trying to get to fucking Blinn? Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody missed their turn. And, like, you take 29th. <laughs> You 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 tarot. I don't even live in Brian, and I know that's stupid. Like, tarot turns into 29th, and 29th takes you all the way. You pass Blinn on 29th, and he just passed it. And he he was, blew past. I don't him. know, and he didn't call in for a reroute until he got to downtown, which is two miles away from Blinn. <laughs> you just you just going like, <laughs> what the hell? Excuse me. He calls back dispatch. <laughs> so um, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Yeah, because that's one of those things that they teach us. At, uh, that's one of the first things you learn as a bus driver is if you don't know where you are, stop the fucking bus and call Dude, into dispatch. the bottom of your feet are sandpaper. Yeah. I need Get to, like a palm thing. <laughs> I, need to, I need to do the thing. Yeah. I, I, I normally do it once a month, but it's been a couple months. I keep forgetting to do it. I got into the habit of putting lotion on my feet. Anyway, Nagash. <laughs> I just keep my feet moisturized. That feels weird, though. I, I I feel like that would feel really weird. You get used to it. And then you get to a point that you just can't. You just got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> you just got to do it. to be squishy and slippery. <laughs> do it. All right. Sorry. Nagash. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah we killed 18 minutes. Welcome to Welcome the Bone Daddy. <laughs> this is the Bone Daddy episode. He where we go. Shall not well, no, no. This is before. No, yeah, this is before he's Bone Daddy. This is when he's Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is Old World Nagash. This actually really isn't going to be a super long video. We're not going to get hyper detailed with this because video. I think we're going to talk more about um, fucking what's his tits? Uh, Alakazar or something like that. Alakazam! <laughs> yeah. Shit, what is his name? I think it's Alakazar. Hang on, my phone's refusing to load. Uh, well, while Phil does that, um, we're going to be hitting the. Um, um, give me your phone. I'll put it in the Wi Fi. No, it's okay. I'll just deploy my oh, actually, shit. And- I No, because the in- no service here sucks at this location. Which is actually funny because I, f- I have three bars. <laughs> shit, mobile coming in. No, clutch. I have 5G. No, same, same. It just sucks here. There we go. But if anything, we're going to be hitting the key points uh, about how Nagash went from a mortal to the absolute fucking douchebag he is today. Um, we're gonna Bro, be, he's always been a douchebag. I mean, fair. But we're going to be hitting all of the key points about how that journey happened. We're not going to get super detailed, mainly because our AOS Nagash episode very well may turn to a fucking two-parter just because fucking Nagash and AOS does some wild-ass shit. Who knows? I may have painted him by then. Fucking, yeah, honestly. You know what? Honestly, if like the the if we do end up doing AOS Nagash as a two-parter and like the ending of the second one, you're like a fully painted Nagash, uh, the Discord might actually shit themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like there will there one of these days we're just gonna do a bonus episode about the Silent King. 
No, do a bon- no, 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 no. Our very first live episode ever, like where like like where you can see our faces and shit. It's gonna be thirty seconds, and it's just gonna be you presenting a fully built-in painted Silent King, <laughs> and everyone's going to collectively have an aneurysm and fucking die. <laughs> That's exactly how that is. Your Wi-Fi called the Winds of Magic. Yes, it's <laughs> amazing. No, Mitchell, I'll just deploy my packet sniffer and then steal your internet password. Okay, no, no, I'm Dude. very concerned because I just saw someone's Wi-Fi temporarily called the uh, called like the dark uh, the dark hidden place kitty hospital, yeah. and I'm um, really concerned about that fucking name. I really wanted to do both of them, like our typical boat, more my typical both, because um, I oh I always do Winds of Magic because it's such a oh, clever yeah. name. But I also really wanted, but there's no like 3.2 or something like or, that. Or, it's yeah, it's, or, it's only or, 5G on Google Fiber. Um, no, that's a router thing. That's not. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I can't do the two. It's just only 5G. No, no, no. no. That's that's what I mean though. Is that like it the the 2.4 thing? That's a router setting. I don't know how to you get into just that router. Go, yeah, the, literally all you have to do is go into your router and set up the. Ow. But I need phone. my Slanesh BDSM, BDSM club. I was going to be like, yeah, man, Slanesh BDSM club is a classic. However, I have to say my favorite is probably the Mecha Dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi names yeah, no, get wild. Of, so part of uh, my networking class is that I've been helping the instructors set up all the different networks that we've been using because we have no internet in the building right now. So we've been we've do, been doing everything strictly over local access networks. Please fucking tell me you named one of your college fucking Wi-Fi's Slanesh BDSM club. No, 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 no. But one of the things that we've been doing is one of the instructors I've been helping set up the set this up. Uh, he has a master's degree in networking, and so I've just been learning from him like everything, and it's been fucking wild. Oh, like he has a he has an app on his phone that literally lets you scan Wi-Fi. Uh, 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 right, Wi-Fi broadband signals. You want to hear something creepy that I didn't realize? But we're going to get to the episode real soon. Mm-hmm. If you name your Wi-Fi and have the exact same password, mm-hmm. and you completely change routers, and you ha- you create that Wi-Fi to be the exact same name and password, the computer would just automatically connect. It doesn't matter about IP address or anything. It no just, shit. That's that's what my computer did. Hell, my phone did it too. So that's. So there actually is a reason for that. It's because the like IP address it doesn't. And and my PS4 did it, and my. PS... Yeah, it's because most commercial routers, the IP address that it assigns, it's all the same address. Mm. Most commercial most commercial routers, if I remember correctly, their base setting for IP address is. Do you want a beer? One sixty nine dot two fifty four dot. Sapporo. Is that dark? Fifty dot one. No. I want to say. I'll give it a try. Okay. Actually, you want a beer? Here, I'll grab uh, it. What is it? Sapporo. Oh fuck yeah! I've got a six pack in my fridge right now. <sighs> Three, please. Is this a beer? Do you do beer, salt, and lime, or just drink the beer straight? Just drink the beer straight. It's Japanese beer. No. It's not. It's a logger. We should really got to start with this episode. We we actually have made this twenty three minutes now as an intro. Yeah, but like you got me started talking about networking. Please stop. No. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, if I remember correctly, the base IP. Bailiff. <laughs> Bailiff. Flatten his dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's whack his pee pee, not flatten his dick. Come on now. But no, if I remember correctly, most I 
most commercial routers, their base IP address is 169.1 or uh, 160, 169.254.50.1. <laughs> My lord. Thank you. Anyway, so back onto Nagash. So yes, sorry. Like I said, we're gonna be hitting so, the key points about Nagash's old world shenaniganery. It's actually not gonna be super super long. Like there's a lot that you that we can go into for old world Nagash, but it it's just kind of unimportant when it like besides just to like this is what he did to get as powerful oh, as he oh, is. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! And past that, it's just like cool. It's just Nagash being a prick. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> what we, the we, fuck did you do to this beer? Shake it? No, I just grabbed it. <laughs> Uh, you almost exploded on me. I shook it. Um, but no, the, really, the entire point of this episode is to give that, people. to give the basis of understanding of why Nagash is who he is, and why Nagash He's a acts dick. like Nagash. Moving on, because really, uh, this man—he's just a dick. So he I'll really think, is. Okay, ironically, if okay, so Nagash was born. So obviously, Nagash was born Nekaharan, which is the f- alive version of the Tomb Kings. They, um, they were they were the if you're, if you're confused and you don't know old world fantasy Egypt fantasy Egyptian zombies yeah that's that's what tomb kings are yeah. but when they were alive they were the Nekaharan Empire and not them skelly bones no. I would just like to point out that the Nekaharan share the exact same flavor as the Necron to the point where they basically share the same name they're they're very they're both similar and Wait a not minute. similar. I never put that together. <laughs> yeah, they're both similar and not similar because like they're both undead. Just you know, I guess just different flavors of undead. Like they both use weird like war machines because like where the Necron are like ah yes wiggity swiggity swiggity vaporizing Gauss fuck you I'm a Necron I do dumb shit. The neck the the uh, the uh, Tomb Kings are just like I have a gigantic cat and it's a stone statue but it's also alive with people's souls. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, they both do for the setting. They both do weird technology. They're both undead, kind of, and uh, they both have an urge to purge and conquer everything that they that they can see. That's about how their similarities. As are. long as it's in the desert. Um. Yeah, they really don't like going anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. The big difference is, unlike the Necrons, who you know kerfuck oh, the entirety of the also, 40k setting into the ground also the ne- uh the nekaharans are arguably the oldest civilization in the entire old world except like the except for um the old li- lizard men nope yeah. except for the lizard oh. men and the high elves yeah or elves but again no no yeah no actually high elves because dark um, old, yeah, no. but me. again that elves. mirrors that mirrors yeah 40 they are bar none the oldest human civilization in the old world yeah <clears throat> um let's rephrase that Oldest mortal civilization. Because lizard men really don't die, do they? Of yeah. old age? Uh, dwarves are older. And dwarves do die. Dwarves are older than lizard men? No, dwarves are older than Nekaharan. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. How are me surprised? Uh, well, because like, the dwarves and the uh, and the elves, they're all the really fucking old ones. Because it took... <laughs> okay, so that's why I said civilization. Because humans have been around for a long ass time. It just took them a long time to get their shit together. Sigmar! 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 So, you know... They're the oldest human civilization, actual, not yeah. just tribes of people. Yeah. Um, and they were actually, uh, so what else, sorry, 
going backwards, unlike the Necrons, who, you know, completely and totally kerfucked the 40K universe in the ground, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google the war in heaven for 40K. Um, the the, the Nekaharan actually didn't cause too many problems. They had a very large and prosperous empire. Um, and, and, and they would expand, and then they would and fight. The other big they would fight with, with Lizardmen occasionally and, like, take ground and things like that. The other big thing like is that. their populations never got super big because... Like Neca, uh, Nekahar at the end times was a barren wasteland, and the time period oh, long, but long little... before the end time was, was yeah. a barren wasteland. Well, hang on, hang on. Um, but during the times of mortal Nekahar, it really wasn't much better. Okay, so like you could grow food and things like that. Well, it's it's it's, it's it, literally it was Egypt it, along it, the yeah, Nile. Yeah. So so the 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 river I think it was like it, the, it was like the river Vatu or the river Vate Vate like it, uh like vital. Yeah. It's it that river was why the Nekaharan Empire so. existed because it it's the Nile. It it, it yeah. life grew on the banks of the river Vate. That was yeah. so like yeah. It's just Egypt. Or, I think it's Vate. But Vate. Yes. But yeah, so so like yeah, it, it was it was a lot better than a barren wasteland. But compared to like the fertile grounds of like Ulthwain or the fucking Empire, yeah. yeah, it definitely wasn't anything near that level. But for an absolutely fucking barren desert, it was pretty good because it's just Egypt. Just think of ancient Egypt. That's yeah, that's that, that's the, the breadbasket of the ancient world. That's yeah. the comparison. So, but yeah, they didn't do anything headass. The most headass thing that Nekahar ever did was be responsible for Nagash. <laughs> But, like, they didn't yeah. cause some big world-ending war. They didn't decide to fight the old ones because they were angsty. Once again, war in heaven. Just look it up if you don't know. So, and, so, like, like so, and... The one and, big thing that they We gotta really start a 40K podcast. Was this, uh... Don't say that. Don't say that. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> you no, do uh, it? I'll do it. The big thing about, uh... Nekahar that really is important to this story is that they had what was called the mortuary cult and the mortuary cult was how they dealt with the afterlife yeah it, that was the cult surrounding um their dead and things like that so again they had their version of immortality ancient, and things like that going back to ancient egypt these this would have been the priest caste who was in charge of you know the book of the dead and seeing your soul off into the afterlife so so yeah, so like he, uh, everyone knows the Setra does not serve meme. Setra was like the greatest king in Nekar in history up until Alakazar, but we'll talk about him later because mm-hmm. it, it's kind of on the fence. Who's uh, who? Ala- fuck, Alakadzar or something like that. He gets on the fence. Alakadzar. Alakadzar. Thank you. It, it's on the fence whether or not he's greater than Setra. But he, so Setra was actually before they, they, com- they compare the two. Yeah. So Setra was actually um, before Nagash. Setra is better because Setra does not serve. Exactly. I mean, technically, you know, neither did. Alcatazar, but like, oh! he he was simping for Neferata for a little bit there. Look, he broke also, his chains. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Also, he is Khaleesi, the breaker of chains. <laughs> a little bit, actually. I think he's more like Darrow. If you get that reference, I have binged three books in, a, in the past week. <laughs> Ran, weird, random Phil things. Look, um, I've gotten sucked into this book series, and I've and I've read the first how, three books in a week. How long is that book series? Six books right now. Uh, I'm not sure it's done though. There might be more. Can you send me a link to it? So if I remember, no. So, oh, that's Jess. <laughs> Jess doesn't know about this one. Oh, okay. What had happened was um, when so Nagash was actually the firstborn son of a Neca- of the Nekaharan king of Kemri. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name. It's not important. Yeah. And in Nekaharan, like, 
Alzuhera. Alcatep or something. It's not like important. That. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Alzuhera or and, something and like that. And in Nekaharan culture, the firstborn son of the king is always given to the mortuary cult to serve the gods because they have a very they have a very unique relationship with with their gods that we may or may not get into because I'm not totally sure how important it is. But point being, is they have a. I don't think it really is. The only really important thing is when the gash fucks it up, and that's what causes the rebellion. But we'll get into yeah. it. Um. So yeah, they they in they have a very specific pact and relationship with their gods, and as according to that pact, the first son of the king of a king always goes to the mortuary cult to worship to, to worship and serve the gods. So firstborn was Nagash. So the second son, he was the one who's going to rule rule Kemri. And Nagash was a natural was a naturally born greedy bastard. He wanted power. He wanted people to worship him. All that all, all that narcissistic ass bullshit. You know, a normal human. And so when he saw that, you know, as he became, you know, he and, and Agash was a very gifted student when it came to learning, like, the ways of the mortuary cult and things like that. But, like, as he grew more powerful and more influential and more popular among the mortuary cult, the more and more um, angry and greedy he got for power. And by the and he, he was also a gifted sorcerer. Yes. And he, and he very was... Very gifted. And he, he was made... when he By the time he was made the high priest of the mortuary cult in Kemri, at that point he was like... I'm going to kill my brother. Yeah. I want that fucking throne. I, I, I want the dude's wife and I want the dude's fucking throne. I'm going to do head ass shit. But, and at this point their father was dead. So his brother was ruling. Yes. Uh, but then, um, he captured some dark elves and that's where things got a little different because the dark elves knew necromancy. <laughs> well, no, they didn't or know a, ver- a version of necromancy no, that they wasn't they the knew, winds of death. They knew they knew the winds of death. Yeah, they, the dark they, arts. They, they they knew a they knew dark magic that Nagash would turn into necromancy. Yes, it was through a combination of uh, the practices of the mortuary cult and, and the his dark mastery magic. over dark over the winds of death. He created his own wind of magic that became necromancy. By if, the way, if you're the familiar, winds, the winds of death. You're cold, Shaiish. If you're if you're familiar with um Total War Warhammer, essentially it'd be a lore of vampires that was created by the gas. Yes, yes, that is exactly what that is. Um, technically, in older versions of the tabletop game Warhammer Fantasy, the winds of death, the winds of necromancy, and the winds of uh vampire are all a little different but like yes basically that that was created by nagash um and so basically so he captured these dark elves and the dark elves were like i can do weird shit don't kill me and he was like cool i'm going you're gonna teach me how to do the cool things and i'm probably also gonna torture the shit out of you and like that's how that's gonna be because like i said he was also a fucking asshole because that's just an intrinsic trait for nagash and after yep. years of being taught by these dark elves, he finally learned and surpassed his masters when it came to doing dickhead dark magic shit. At that point, he was already experimenting with the dark magic and the mortuary cult magic to make to do weird head ass shit. And then they he dueled the dark elves and killed them because like he's a fucking prick and that's just yeah. how that works. I, I think if I remember correctly. Essentially, it was like, hey, you teach me this magic, and I'll let you live. Obviously, that's not what fucking happened. Well, they stopped teaching them magic because they had no more to teach. Yeah, no. Well, the, the the goal was like once you have taught me magic, I will set you free. And then once they taught him magic, set he he in fact set them free of their mortal coil. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, and that's when shit got fucky. Yeah. So Nagash, uh, using <clears throat> Nagash, ended up becoming emperor. Or not emperor, uh, king. He became the priest king. He murdered his brother. In yeah. case. And he, he actually buried him alive. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the really fucky thing, is he buried him alive inside of the tomb of their father. Yeah, and the gash is a Well, dick. to be fair, he really didn't kill him. He just let him die. There's a difference. Motherfucker. Bailiff, whack his pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before you continue, Phil, this is actually the one time I'm going to talk about the gods real fast, or the Nekahar yeah, gods, because this is important. Um, at this point, he had made the... Nekahar the, gods? The Nekahar gods, yes. At this point, Agash had made the elixir of life. It's what Neferata bastardizes into making no, vampires. No, he hadn't made it yet. Yes, he had, because the wife, he made... I his, thought he became priest priest king first, then no, made... No, no, because he, he made it, and no, then he made, right. he, he made Arcan and all of his cronies drink that's it. That's right, yes, and yes, yes. The difference between Nagash's elixir of life and Neferata's elixir of life is Nagash's elixir of life works. Yeah. The only thing is it, bind, it, it, it binds you to Nagash's will. That's the only thing. Neferata's elixir of life, which was a perverted version of Nagash's, is what makes you a fucking vampire and makes you hunger for blood. Because yeah. it because it was done wrong and she was also poisoned because of bullshit and he got wacky. The point being is, um, he wanted his brother's wife and he was he was basically like, hey, like basically like be my wife and I won't murder your son. Murdered the son anyway. <laughs> Didn't tell her. <laughs> got her to cooperate by saying, hey, I'll never hurt your son if you be with me. His son, her son's already dead. Fuck Nagash. And he he gives her the elixir of life, which um bounds uh, bounds her to him. But it perverts the pact with the gods because ever since Setra, the I think the king of Kemri had always been married to a daughter of. Uh, Lamia, Lamia. What's Narfarada city? How do you pronounce it? Lamia, Lamia. They were called the daughters of the sun. They had always been married to them. Um, and when he gave her the elixir of life, he perverted that contract, and the gods were like, "Nope!" And they revoked their contract essentially, which meant all the mortuary cult priests could no longer use their magic unless they powered it with their own souls. Hey. And that's what caused them to, to, to rebel against Nagash. They were like, oh, wow, we have to literally kill ourselves to cast our magic now because Nagash is a horny prick. Yeah. Basically. That sounds about right. But yeah, so uh, Nagash does all this. He becomes the priest king and in doing so corrupts the pact with the mortuary cult. Pisses everyone off. Pisses everyone off. But he is now immortal. The elixir of life makes him truly immortal. Quit playing footsies, you two. I'm not playing footsies. I'm touching your fucking his shit. foot off my leg. <laughs> I will whack your pee pee, motherfucker. Anyway, would you like a five iron or a three iron? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm actually gonna take the uh... driver. Thank you. Hey, Mister, where's your gun? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know where the Glock is at the moment. It's somewhere. Rachel, that's not a good thing to say. It's in one of those boxes. Bruh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how big is the head on this thing? That's what. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Actually, no, that's what Mr. Hand said. <laughs> oh, God. If you get that joke, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jacob, did you catch that? I didn't hear what you said. I said, no, that's what Mr. Hand said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the look in your eyes. Just pull it off. Oh, no. I'm fucking trying. Tug harder. <laughs> there we go. It's a big head. The big head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to whack the shit out of your pee Good now. luck positioning it properly. This is a really nice driver. It's pretty, man. Phil trying to give a compliment. Mitchell. 
Actually, I suck with the driver. All I, I, I drive with a four iron. I, I can't hit a driver. Bro, that's gross. If you can't hit a driver, play the 80-yard game, really. So this is a golf podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Much to Mitchell's disdain. If anybody wants to go play golf, just hit me up. I like playing golf. I'll suck. But guess what? There's no other sport that you can go get drunk. There's, that, pl- there's that golfing bar in Bastrop. No, that's that's a driving bar. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not a golf bar. Golf bars are referred to as clubhouses. No. Oh. Anyway. Hmm. But no, so Nagash takes over, and Nagash just starts doing all kinds of head-ass shit. So he starts constructing his Black Pyramid. This Black Pyramid is designed to help him focus all of his power into one Which is upside down and floating. Is it upside down? Yes. In the game, it's upside down and floating. I knew it was floating, I just didn't think it was upside down. It's upside down. Huh, okay. The point being, it's meant to increase the magic in Nekahara and focus it to a point so he can do really dumb shit. Yeah. Anyway, so he starts building this and then he runs out of materials because Nagash is a terrible fucking king and does not give a singular fuck about his people. Which is funny because he could be a really good king if he actually tried. He's just such an egregious fucking dickhead. He doesn't care enough to actually build a proper fucking kingdom. He's so fucking concentrated on having all the power and being the strongest that he doesn't give any can, any thought can to Can we talk craft. about his vision real quick? It's so aggravating. What he really... Like, his entire point is, like, he wants to... He wants to kill the entire world he so he petulant, can be free with his mind. He is a petulant, screaming child who wants to be the strongest. And the only way that he'll ever feel stronger than everyone else is by killing everyone else, which is the absolute bitchiest way to go about that. The funny, it, you want to know the funny thing about that, though? He'd beat Chaos. To be fair, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 um, <clears throat> Techless beat Chaos. <laughs> or you, anyway. We fucking would have. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. No, no, no. You know who else would have? Hmm. Cetra. <laughs> uh, he does not serve. I thought you said B-Gut, and I was like, <laughs> my boy. I'm, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not denying the fact that he is one of the strongest beings in existence in the old world. It's just that, once again, no one kicks Nagash's ass harder than Nagash. And the Skaven. And the Skaven. <laughs> if yeah. he just gave, if Dude, he, if he gave like Skaven? one more gram of a fuck about doing things correctly, just, mm. the, the, We Dude, wouldn't have the exact so, same okay. story. Okay, real quick, though. That's the best part about Nagash is Nagash. Dude, real quick though, the Skaven have such a passive hate motor for Nagash. Listen, and they're just like, we're just gonna fuck with him every chance we get. And Nagash is like, those fucking rats. There's not enough warp stone <laughs> in here for the two of us, Nagash. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Anyway. The issue is, is Nagash like, I'm gonna kill the Skaven. The Skaven's like, no, you're fucking not. Yeah. Proceeds to breed thirty trillion more rats. Nagash, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like I turned my back. For two seconds, and there's now 50 million of them. Ne- what the shit? Nagash is that Shrek meme of, can you just not be yourself for five minutes? For five minutes! <laughs> anyway, so he builds, so he starts construction on his Black Pyramid. And this is just a truly unholy creation. It took 50 years, magic. if I remember correctly. Yeah, it took a while. And. Uh, it takes so many resources that he starts going out and conquering all of the other uh, city-states of Nekahar. Because that's the other important thing to note, is that this They're point, very Greek when it comes to how no, their cities are. Yeah, at this point, there is no, like, overarching, like, nation of Nekahar. Yeah, there's a Nekaharan society, Nekahar. but there's not one great Nekaharan civilization. They're all broken up into city-states. Yes. It's more like we are the Nekaharan people, like we are the Greek people. 
but it's not like we are all under one banner. Yeah, exactly. Let so, us let us wrestle in olive oil. Ruled by a king. Each of these city states is ruled Quote, by a wrestle. king. Yeah, it is note that Kemri. I'm pretty sure Kemri is the greatest of the city states, and yeah. and it's the most glorious, but it's only one. Yeah. So he starts, you know, Maybe. rolling around, kicking in the teeth of everybody else, and at this time he manages to complete his black pyramid, and then he raises the first legion of the undead. I do want to point out something really funny. Oh, one of the reasons why Nagash was so good at kicking other. Um, Kingdom's teeth in wasn't really even become like because he was like a super good sorcerer or because he was a super good commander he would just do shit that like civilized Nekahar warfare wouldn't it's kind of like when the British would all stand in a line and shoot at you and there's a bunch of like Americans in the trees <laughs> it, yeah, that with Kentucky rifles with Kentucky, just, yeah. like, there he, goes your captain that's what Nagash was like they're like like how he took Numis I think was they were like yeah we're gonna meet here and, and like do the fight and Nagash is like I'm crossing the river to sack their city fuck you and they're like you can fucking do that as they get raffle stomped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he raises the first Legion of the Damned. And at this point, the other seven, the other seven great city states all rally together and uh, they go to fight him. He raises the first Legion of Undead. And this, remember, this is the first time the Undead have ever been seen in greater numbers than like twos or threes. Because the undead did occur very rarely uh, in very specific locations like, you know, ancient battlefields and things like that. Wait a minute. This is before he poisoned everybody, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. A long before. Okay. He, yeah. he doesn't poison Nekahar until the time of Alakazar. Alakazar, I think. But that's like... Why are we struggling to remember this guy's name? Alcatazar. Alcatazar, thank you. He doesn't do that until Alcatazar, and that is like centuries before oh, okay. this. Yeah. So he um He raises this legion, and the assembled armies of the seven uh great city states promptly all shit themselves and flee in terror. Because this is the first time they've ever seen undead raised in this mass, all marching to the same drum. And they promptly shit themselves and run screaming. And the seven sit and uh, Nagash proceeds to just start rolling over all of Nekahar. Just the entire region. He just starts conquering with his legions of the undead. And finally, the seven great city-states all manage to bind together. And with one great final push, they manage to, um, they manage to defeat Nagash. And they kill, uh, they kill Arkan the Black and all of his great lieutenants uh, who had been hiding inside of the Black Pyramid. They drag them all out, execute them, and Nagash is forced to flee into the northern regions of, uh, of Nekahar, into the mountains, where he builds his citadel of Nagashazar. Somebody else want to take up the thread of the story now? Sorry, I, 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 I was fact-checking something about Nagash. I apologize. Sorry, I got completely lost in that map of Texas over there. <laughs> what did you say about Nagashazar? I was saying that he, uh, after his defeat uh, at yes. the hands of the Seven Cities, so what? he fled into oh, the sorry. north. Ow, hey, you motherfucker. Dropped, you dropped your penis. I noticed that. He also whacked the shit out of my knee. <laughs> um, he fled into the mountains of northern uh, Nekahar and built Nagashazar. Yeah, where he had to deal with the rats. 
Yep. The reason why he built Nagashazar is after his defeat, he was like basically wandering aimlessly about to die because, you know, he got his he got his shit slapped. And then he found a random like roving scaven patrol with some warp stone on them. He was like, Oh, that looks tasty and proceeded to like body the entire patrol, take the warp stone and like and yeah, that was when he was like, Oh man, warp stone is hot and how he slowly turned into a lich when he became, you know that's when that he went from mortal to like bone daddy. He was te- he was technically still. I thought you used to, uh, your toe touched my side. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He was technically still. <laughs> he was still mortal. <laughs> he didn't die yet. He was a bone daddy. Anywho, he was technically still a mortal being, but he he looked more and more like a skeleton every day because when he went to Nagashazar, he built his palace there because there's a massive uh, mine of warpstone there. Yeah, massive warpstone vein. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, that's where he went to, like, start prepping his revenge on, on Nekahar. He had a big-ass war with the Skaven because they wanted the Warpstone. He had the Warpstone. He basically, they came, they came to a deal where, like, he gives them slaves and ore to, like, make weapons and things, and he'll give them Warpstone. That's yeah. kind of the deal they worked out after years of brutal warfare, where the rats were like, we can't beat him, and the Gash is like, can you let me fucking focus? Yeah. So... Um, we're skipping over some stuff that just the, the d- big d- deal note, with it. The big thing to note at this point is that he takes over this massive warpstone mine and then he starts building, uh, magical devices to start refining the warpstone and start using it for his own purposes. That's also where he builds his like armor and his staff and shit and his sword and all that bullshit. Yeah. His crown. This is also when he becomes the crown a of sorcery. Yeah, the crown of sorcery. It's also when he becomes a 15 foot skeleton man because you know, warpstone. <clears throat> Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah, he is He is consuming Warpstone to make himself more powerful. It's at this point that he becomes the most powerful creature on the planet. Like, the most powerful mortal creature on the planet. Remember, toads aren't mortal. Yep, I'm like, toads aren't... I'm like, croak exists. Wait a minute. Nope, toads aren't mortal. There, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. No, because I would say he's probably stronger than the Phoenix, than the first Phoenix King, if the first Phoenix King was still... All, no, because they were Dark Elves. The first Phoenix King was already dead. So, yeah, never mind. You're probably correct. One of, if not the one most of, powerful I, I, mortal. I, I can say you're probably right. He probably is the strongest mortal creature on the planet at this point. Um, so we're going to fast forward a little bit to, this is where Alcatazar comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, when we say fast forward, this is not just a like couple a couple centuries. Yeah. A while. Yeah. Um, Alcatazar was the prince, uh, was the unborn son of the queen of... Unborn? Not yet, fr- not yet born, but he would he would have been the firstborn, yes. But uh, Alcatazar was going to die in the womb, basically. Uh, I, fr- I think he was born to the queen of... The city was called, like, Rachel or Rashad or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Give me two seconds and I'll look it up. But yeah, so he was going to die in the womb. The queen didn't want that to happen, so the queen went to, uh, Li- uh, to Lamia. Lamia? Lamia. 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 To Lamia, to, to Neferata, and she was like, save my baby. And Neferata was like, I, chief, I'm going to do that, but, like, I own your baby now. Like, your baby's going to chill with me until he's until he comes of age, and then he will go um, assume the crown. And she's like, bet. So what Neferata does is she gives some, and the elixir, of, her version of the elixir of life, to Alcatazar while he's in the womb. And that heals him and gives him... And, and, and that lets him, like, be born alive. And I think that's also when he, he also has, like, an, an unusually long lifespan because of that. Because, once again, elixir of life. Yeah. And he stays yeah, with... It's, it's given to her mother, and 
Um, to, to get to him, yeah. Yeah. And so he, and so he does. He's not afflicted with the with the bloodthirst. Not yeah, not fully. Remember, kids, if you don't want your kids to be vampires, become a vampire before you give birth. It's like, <laughs> what is it? This problem could have been prevented with a condom. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, um, he stays with Neferata for fifty years. Once again, like he's he he can he has extended lifespan, so fifty years isn't like super old for him uh learning all of the state's craft and war and and battle tactics and shit that he can because neferata what neferata wants to do is basically turn him into her partner her i think her her, her actual like lover yeah and then create a nekaharan empire with for him and her because at this point um she is still a nekaharan um person like that city is as is, is, is still in the nekaharan empire so our civilization. When you really think yeah. about it, that's very impressive how far the empire yeah, expanded. Like it goes from 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 the desert across the badlands, curves up. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking big. Yeah, at this point, the the Nekaharan, uh, like people, their culture expands all the way from basically the southern, like the southern Arctic edge, all the way up to where the border princes currently are. Uh, past that because uh, like god damn it I, don't know, I keep fucking his name up the Lamia La, Lamia is, is it's like snake ladies yeah so Lamia is um Lamia would be farther current... up there it, it's past uh, Khazra Karak it's, it's, it's just on the right side of the mountains would that be modern day like basically their empire Caucasus expanded... Mountains to give you an idea their empire spanned to put it in modern terms their empire spanned all the way from sub-Saharan Africa all the way up into the Middle East and into the step and in, in, into the steppes of um, Southern Russia. If I'm that's co- how far their culture. If I'm know, correct, expanded. if I'm correct culturally, Nekaharan owned one fourth of the Old World. Yeah, culturally, and that's if you're including uh, Grand Cathay, which actually wasn't ever in the game. It's only in like Total War and in some lore. If you're not including Grand Cathay, uh, like a third, if not a little more than a third of the Old World was owned by Nekaharan civilization. Yeah. But so, then, if yeah, if you start adding in um, Grand Cathay and uh, and the New oh, World and, with Lizardmanar and shit, it's more well, like no, one sixth. Well, no, also Grand Cathay and oh, what's <gasps> Mountains of Morn? No, again, it's it's one of those cultures that you never hear about on actual tabletop. Oh, id, huh? Like like id, the, maybe the lands of id or Nippon, because Nippon yeah, is Japan yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. and id is India. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you're adding in all of that, if you're all counting ex- all if, the expanded, if war. you're counting all of that as old world, they had about, I would say, a solid fourth of the old world was under Nekaharan civilization. Yeah, a fifth, uh, maybe a, fifth, a fourth to a fifth, which is still a lot because old world, old no, world was, was fucking dude, large, that's fucking massive. Yeah. So, anywho, <laughs> Neferata was trying to groom um, him to uh, basically be her partner and, and rule over Nekahar and she was going to do head ass vampire shit. He ultimately found out she was a vampire and didn't like that. He fucked off and did a bunch of bullshit and like came into his own power and went and like, you know, you go boy. Oh my goodness. He's like, let me fucking go, please. <laughs> Sorry. Mitchell was torturing the cat. Um, he unites Nekahar to a go attack. Um, Limea. Did I fuck that can up we, again? Can we think about that real quick? Did I fuck that up again? Lamea. Not Limea. No, no, no. <laughs> Why? I cannot get this city in my head for some fuck reason. It, I, it, like, I know how it's pronounced, but every time I go to pronounce it, my brain's like, what? What? <laughs> Lamia. Lamia. La- Lama. Lamia, motherfucker. 
Jesus. I'm probably still fucking up. Whatever. Lamia. Sorry. I'm just. It's so bad. I'm having a Mitchell moment over here. Uh, but basically. You didn't hear it, did you? No. Oh, God. It was bad. What you... <laughs> was it that bad? I was blowing holes in the toilet, apparently. Anywho. Um, Alcatazar gets all of the tomb king, all of the Nekaharan city states to send one send armies and forms this massive army, and they basically um blow up Lamia. Can we can we talk about this real quick? Like they 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 steamroll it. Can you really think about this entire premise? Is that you are now going to attack the person that gave you life, and you're like, first of all, Neferata does not look bad. She was known for her beauty. Uh, okay, that's her. That's her. Um. Known for facade. Her- That's her facade. Whenever she like was like here, drink the elixir of life and like become a vampire and do head ass shit. He saw her for what she really was, and he was like, "Oh my god!" And it like terrified him. Okay, fair point. But it's like but this yes, is, is the, the facade, and she's a very beautiful woman. But the but this is also the person that like saved your life, raised you. You're pretty much going against your mother also wants to bone you okay we're not talking about that we're not talking about that <laughs> the point being is alcatazar alcatazar had sigmar energy he was very much a light in the darkness he had a very uh... strong moral, he had a very strong moral compass he knew it was right and wrong and when he saw something that was like oh man that's fucked up he, he just knew morally that this was not right so whenever neferata was like here drink the sauce and become the vamp and do the head assery he was like huh fuck that and he saw Neferata for what she was and realized that she's manipulating this Nekaharan city and has machinations that could extend and hurt, uh, that could extend out over the entirety of Nekaharan um, civilization. They can harm lots of people, and he wasn't with that bullshit. Because he was just a bastion of light, essentially. Just, it just he himself was. So, he gets there with the Nekaharan, massive Nekaharan army, which was a combination of all the city-states armies, and after a pretty grueling fight, man... Yeah, because I think at this point, he actually manages to pull, like, big Cetra energy, yeah, and that, he that, unites all of the city-states behind him. Yeah, that's after he... he becomes, had, like, a high king, basically. That, that was after he had gotten all the cities together, and they blow up the city. He fights with Neferata. They almost kill each other, but they don't quite die. She fucks off. He goes back to Nekahar. He becomes the high king of Kemri and then goes on a campaign and unites all of the city states under him. I think he's I think he's the first king. Again, Set- which is very Setra. impressive because that's one fourth of the world. Yes, he yeah. unites all of the Nekaharan cities under his rule. Under like Alexander the Great. He does make a Nekaharan um, empire. And I, I think Setra did the same thing. I forget if Cetra built an empire or if he just like did off of conquering shit. I forget. Oh no, Cetra has more names than Khaleesi herself. Point being is he's like he's known as one of the greatest Nekaharan rulers of all time, up there with Cetra, if not better. It depends on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Then Nagash happened. Yeah, the only reason that's the only reason you could argue that uh, Cetra is better than uh, Alcatazar is because of what's about to happen. Yeah. So. um... Alcatazar is single-handedly responsible for destroying his entire people, but he did it so Nagash couldn't rule the world. Yeah, basically, because he so he, he he does this, and once he becomes the high king Kemri and actually goes and conquers other city states and makes a Nekaharan empire, he well, is, that's the other thing is he doesn't really conquer. Some he does, some, some he, he does, does, but quite some a few, he, just, he literally just rolls up and charismas his way into yeah. becoming high king. Um, but they have they have a a very long prosperous time uh, uh, under him where Nekahar 
was doing pretty good because after Nagash's first bullshit, whenever he got beat the first time, it wounded Nekahar bad. Like he fucked he he fucked up the land yeah, because of because and, of um, him raising all of the undead and the unleashing of necromantic magic. It really hurt Nekahara's ability. Well, on top to... of how many resources got drained to build the pyramid. Yeah. Like well, fi- but the magic soaking the land, it did corrupt the land. Yeah, like the land was corrupted um, both financially and material-wise. The Almost the entirety of Nekahara civilization was just fucked. Um, and the mortuary cult was what was not as trusted, so they didn't have as much trust in their own fucking religion. And Nagash kind of fucked that over with the whole, like, elixiring his brother's wife and all that bullshit. Yeah. So it like they really didn't have a good time. Like like they were free and they had made their own choices and they and they did they did their own thing, but for a couple centuries like they just weren't really powerful it, or oh, or happy. It's, it's not two centuries. I looked it back three up. Or it's four, right? They imply it's like more like five or six. It's a while. Yeah. Um but under him they're able to grow prosperous at like like the times of old. They mm. actually do have a good time. Yeah. And the one so And then fucking Agash shows up. Yeah. Well before that, the one important thing to note is that so? Whenever Lamia is conquered by uh, Alcatazar, I wouldn't say conquered. I would say burnt to the fucking ground. Point being, um, a, a lot of the vampires manage to escape, and when they, and they do, Nagash. Nagash starts whisp- through their magic. Nagash starts whispering to them and draws them into uh, Nagash's czar. Yeah, and they become his new lieutenants because he kind of he kind of sees them as his own yeah. as his own corrupted spawn because he they were made from his magic. Yeah. And at this point, he resurrects Arkan, who is now known as Arkan the Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, he... I doesn't think, he end up becoming I think the, you mean Arkan the, the bitch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Arkan the simp. Arkan the simp for Neferata, Arkan the bitch for Nagash. Yeah, which, which is funny. He ends up becoming a character in Age of Sigmar. So, like... Yeah, uh, I, becomes, I built him. A, he becomes a fucking Mortark. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking hilarious because in, in Nagash's first war when he was mortal, I think Arkan actually betrayed him because he got salty that Nagash punished him for failing. No, no. Uh, actually, Arkan... The reason Arkan died the first time is because Arkan sacrificed himself so Nagash could get away. Um, no, so there there is some... There, there is two different perspectives. That I'm not sure which one is correct. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It just, it's just straight contradictory. I'm not gotcha. entirely sure. I, I did not do an. I did not. I did not dive deep enough to know because I don't really care because it isn't really super important to what we're trying to say. Point gotcha. being, fuck Arkan. He a bitch. Yeah, Arkan the bitch. Still valid. Um, but yeah, no. A bunch of vampires go to Nagash because he's like, ah, oh, yes, my magic mage. She like kind of my spawn, so like yeah. do my things. And these are the first vampires, so they are old and they are fucking powerful. I don't know if they're Manfred or Vlad powerful, but they're still pretty fucking up there. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Nagash takes one look my at girl, these vampires. Isabella. Uh, Nagash takes one look at these vampires and goes, you are my children. Um, you will serve me. And we will do great things together. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible things. things. Good things for Nagash, but horrible, horrible things in general. I mean, yeah. in typical, like, if you're a vampire, do you really care about life? Well, yeah, you need food. Wait a minute. Let's really think about this. If everything is if everything is dead, that means the vampires die too. But that's it. Nagash doesn't care. Okay, who here has seen season two of Castlevania on Netflix? I don't have Netflix. No, neither do you. I have it. I just I always mean to watch Castlevania because it actually looks kind of interesting. Yeah, I I I don't do the Netflix uh, and chill. I do the Hulu and Snoo Snoo. (laughs) Hulu and Snoo (laughs) Snoo. Um, 
the reason why I'm saying in season two of Castlevania, Dracula is on his warpath, and he's mm-hmm. very much like, I don't care. What I'm going to do is I'm going to kill all the humans, and then like everyone's going to die because the vampires don't have nothing to feed on, and that's what it's going to be. Fuck this life. I don't care. Yeah. That's kind of how Nagash is, except he's not, I don't care. He's very much, I don't care about y'all. Yeah. When I kill all the humans and all the everything, and there's just Zambonis and y'all have to eat on, I don't fucking care because you're not me, and I care about me. Yeah. So, like, if anything, you'll die, and I'll just shove your body into a fucking zombie get fucked. Like, he doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't fucking care, which is why he gets so fucking easily betrayed all the goddamn time. Anyone following him is like, what the fuck do I get out of this? Yeah. Yes, Mitchell. I really don't know what to expect from our Discord sometimes, but the quotes that come out of it are glorious sometimes. Oh, Oh, this one's from Ozzy. And in terms of women. Oh, God. They are a government psyop created to seduce men and prevent them from buying Warhammer. (laughs) (laughs) And prevent them from buying Warhammer. <laughs> this is, you know, you said in terms of women, and I, I was, was like, like oh, oh no, where's this going? I was like, Mitchell, should this be on the podcast <laughs> where people can hear it? And this was like in response to about Levi telling about like how scary his wife can be. <laughs> the government <laughs> birds aren't real, neither are women. They exist to prevent Warhammer. <laughs> oh, that's rich. I love that. Oh, wait, man. what about women that play Warhammer? Are those just? Are those are those unicorns? I don't know. Those are to get people already inducted. <laughs> they infiltrated. <laughs> Any anywho, moving on. Um, but yeah, fuck Nagash. He doesn't care. Like, like that's the whole point. It's like he's like, cool. I'm gonna use you, and then like once I'm done, like you're not me, and I and I matter, and you don't. So suck my ske- suck my skella balls, bitch. <laughs> Basically, how yeah, he sees things. There's a reason they call me Bone Daddy. <laughs> so he goes back to Nekahar. Uh, and this is at like, and this is at the spitting dust. This is at the <laughs> wait. Goes back to where? Sorry, I said Nekahar. I'm I, to Nekahar and civilization. Uh, yeah. I think he shows up at Kemri. But point being is like, this is at the height of Nekahar and civilization's power mm-hmm. since Setra. This is the strongest they've ever been since Setra because that's just how good of a king Alcatazar is. Yeah. And um, he sends he sends forth Arcan Arcan the Black and his vampire. I don't think he himself shows up, but he sends all of his forces. And it's a grueling like ten year battle. But Alcatazar, because he's a fucking tactical genius. Honestly, honestly, I'm huge buck. I would not be fucking surprised if through some weird swiggity swig AOS bullshit, Catacross and AOS is just the reincarnation of Alcatazar. They have the exact same energy. Yeah. He, oh, is a, yeah, he is a ridiculous. That would, that would be very much up to Gash's alley he, to resurrect one of his greatest enemies and bind him to his will. Well, the only enemy to ever kill him. Yep. I mean, like, I guess you could say, like, once he's died, once he's like dead, oh. he's being killed. But like, he was the only thing to ever kill his mortal form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um. Well, that and a few thousand Skaven. <laughs> um. So he shows up and. He loses because Alcatazar is just that good of a general. It gets a costly battle, but it's not yeah. like so costly that like that like Nekahar and society is like fuck. Like it sucked. It took ten years, but he won. Except that Nagash is a gigantic fucking bitch baby. Yeah. <laughs> and he basically he he hit the fucking button. He was like, if I can't own Nekahar, no one can. And he casts this magic, this gigantic death magic spell over the the river Vat, uh, Vat, Vitae. Vitae. And that's how it gets turned into the great um, river Mortis, or the great Mortis Delta. And that's why it's red, because it's blood. And it casts this fucking just miasma of bullshit. And in in weeks, not months, in weeks, nine-tenths of the Nekaharan population is dead. That's the power of Visa. 
And <laughs> that's the power of Pine Saw, baby. <laughs> uh, and then he shows up for round two. And like Alcatazar just it like it just he just sits on the front and weeps because like his people are dead. Like there's nothing yeah. he can do. When uh, when that when yeah, whenever they describe how uh, Nagash shows up into the court of Kemri, is he basically just strolls in through the he walks front in. gates? Yeah, because uh, the one tenth of the population that remains is so taken by plague and disease and, and despair, famine and despair. That literally, they try to put up a fight. Nagash just rolls up with thirty bajillion zombies and is like, "That's adorable." It's like and it strolls on. Past. It took you ten years to defeat my generals, but I'm the big daddy and I'm here in person now. Yeah. So yeah, and I, Alcatazar just for all of my power and all of my intelligence and all of my strength and all of my armies, I can't do a fucking thing because he's turned the very land against us. And what is and what was once a beautiful Nekaharan civilization has literally crumbled to dust because the one thing that kept our 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 civilization alive, the river that 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 gave us like land to grow crops and live, is a river of death and plague now. So like we're fucked. We're just fucked. And because Nagash is a massive bitch, he doesn't even kill Alcatazar. He fucking throws him in his dungeon in Nagash's R to, like, torment him for as long as he possibly can. Because Nagash is a gigantic fucking asshole. Because that's Nagash. That's why we love him. I just want to say, I fucking love Nagash. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's just a massive bitch. Like, he is honestly the perfect villain. He is a walking, talking to Colt Napoleon complex. Really? And he's tall. He's way taller, he's too. He's massive. Who's 15 it's feet even, tall? It's even funnier in AOS when he's a literal fucking god who's so powerful, he creates avatars of like, himself that you, can one-tap things. You don't and he's love... like, meh, I'm better than you, meh. It's like, bro, get the motherfucker, really? You don't love Nagash because he's an awesome, like, he's you a good Nagash guy. You love Nagash because he just sucks. <laughs> exactly. It's like, why do you love Nagash? Because he shows me how not to do it. <laughs> Which is weird because in Age of Sigmar, he's actually, like seen as a very caring god to to the dead like if you've died oh, no, 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 to the mortals who to, live in his realms as well yeah well yeah but like because like, he those it, who th those who serve him yeah. because they're owned by him yeah, yeah. but if because you're not owned by him like at, fuck you you're scum at the point of, like in the age of sigmar nagash is very much like well i can't have dead things without alive things so i might as well keep these alive things for a while so i can have more dead well yeah things. there has to be a cycle so i can get i can get, listen i listen 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 if i want bones i need humans to make more bones <laughs> Yeah. But also, AOS Nagash is a much older and much more learned Nagash. Which he was is, still which very is stupid. Which is really funny, given how <laughs> fucking dumb he still is. Yeah. Um, the pride, old, pride, pride cometh, cometh before, before the, the fall. fall. Literally one of, if Listen, not the oldest character in all of Warhammer, except... Gorkamorka. Gorkamorka and... Um, the Dwarven Gods. I was going to say Mezzamundi, but no. Croak. Ah! The croak. Um... Uh, yeah, I think the only things older than a gash in AOS are the Chaos Gods, the Chaos Gods, Gorkamorka, the Dwarven Gods, and um, uh, Croak. Yeah, the and fact that the fact that you can count pretty much all of them and on. Grombrindle? potentially. Yeah. Well, okay. How do you, okay? Because like Grombrindle AOS now he's been like reforged kind of by Shalea, I think. So like bodily wise, no. But like spirit wise, if he still remembers, I mean, all bodily of his... wise, Nagash is pretty young at that point. That's no, that's fair. I would say if Grombrindle still remembers all of his old world shit, then yes. But if he like doesn't have memory, I would say no. But Grombrindle possibly. Point being, everything older than Nagash, I can count on one hand, pretty much. Um, and this man is still very stupid. 
it it's just insane for how far he it, it okay what what is it that that, that Trump he's a, says he he he's nothing but an intellect build there is no wisdom there's no there. whiz well no what what is it that Trunk says in DBZ abridged um more more than I thought less than you think <laughs> <laughs> how much is he growing more than I th- more than you thought less than you think <laughs> um but uh yeah so he comes back to him fucking over Nekahar he comes back for round two 90 percent of the population's dead he's like and he rolls over him grabs Alcatazar throws him in a dungeon he's like fuck you off one um and then he's like cool time to do big boy spells so he the great summoning the great ritual it's a seven day summoning spell where it's a little it's a little um unknown it's either he's raising all of the dead from Nekahar so basically the entire population of the Nekahar and civilization is going to be raised or he's raising all of the dead across the planet either way it's so, so not the, good the way, the way I like to think about it is that he's raising the population across the known planet at this time basically Nekazar. the known planet is really Nekahar. the Nekahar, um, the people, and maybe some like lizardmen shit. Because I know Nekahar did fight lizardmen occasionally. Yeah. So, but either way, whether it's the known world or just the world, it's a problem. And the Skaven, <laughs> ironically, <laughs> Save have the world. been sitting in the back line like, "Oh, it's time to get this bitch," because <laughs> they see that and they're like, uh, "No, no, <laughs> uh, that's not good. No, no, we need no, to, no, no, no. we need to no, stop no. this. Yes, yes." So, um, this is when the Skaven do something kind of fucking hilarious. Um, I, I, I know what you're trying to do. That's why I scooted back. <laughs> you um, moved it forward towards you. <laughs> uh, this is when the Skaven do something kind of hilarious. Uh, they save the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is very impressive. Because well, they, they're the ones that ruined the world. It's him and Alcat. It's them and Alcatazar that saved the world. But it, realistically, it was the Skaven that pulled the majority of the weight. Because they're the ones that like made the opportunity possible. So basically, do y'all either want to explain this or you want me to keep going? Uh, I, I can talk about this. I, I can do like a cliff notes. I got this. I, mean, I, got I don't this. know, man. Mitchell hasn't said shit this episode. No, see, we'll just make him cover everything from here up until Sigmar. Um, I mean, I'll just cover everything in Sigmar. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. He has to one man the entire AOS episode. <laughs> I don't I get mean, the I'm cool with that. I don't got the comedic relief. Anyway, so at this point, so at this point, the Council of Thirteen, which is the ruling council of the Skaven, the bi- the biggest brain thirteen rats. Yeah. So they've been looking at all this, and they've been watching the gash. You know, take all this warp stone and refine it and whatnot. And they're like, okay, he's doing something big, and he's using a lot of warpstone for Dude, it. Dude, it's South Lamar. What do you I expect? Know, just what yeah. the fuck? And so... It's just why. They decide... <laughs> because they're, they're pee-pee gonna, small. They decide they're going to do something about it. So they craft a pure warpstone blade. Uh, actually, new. No. It's even scarier. It's oh, not okay. pure warpstone. It's warpstone mixed with gromril. Or gromril. The dwarven metal. The spicy dwarven metal. Oh, I don't. I didn't read that part. Yeah, they fucking mixed it with that. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, well, do you want to go ahead and explain what that is real quick? Uh, yeah. So basically, it's a warp stoning. I think it's pronounced Gromril blade. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, runes carved into it that are so powerful that if you look at the runes, it'll kill you. <laughs> if you read them, you'll die. And um, and there's a warp stone gem in the hilt that allows magic casters to see through 
the sword so they can cast magic even if they're not holding the sword. And then they temper it in like warpstone pool, like pools of liquid warpstone and poisons and all kinds of weird liquid magical bullshit. Basically, it's like the it's like the most disgustingly scaven weapon ever it's created. It's like the anathema from 40k. Like take Ickit's nuke, <laughs> but make it a sword. Yeah. Anyway, so they craft this truly vile blade. And the whole thing about it is, it basically, if you use it, you're almost certainly going to die. Like, the sword will kill you. It's just kind of how what come, how, that That's just how it be. Yeah, that's the price you pay. On the other hand, this sword can basically kill anything. Yeah, I, I think its whole thing is, like, literally nothing can stop it. No ward, no armor, no magic. Nothing save maybe the actual gods themselves can stop this blade from giving you a good stabbing. Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's probably more scary than Arcan's, Archeon's sword. The Kingslayer. I think it's on par. Potentially, I, I'm not entirely sure what the Kingslayer does besides like Archeon has dunked him with his nuts in Varanite. Fuck you. That so, or Bellicor's sword. So where it's like I, literally cuts your soul. I would yeah. say at the very fucking least, it's as but, bad. Yeah, it's it's up there with those blades. The though. only right. honestly, I would say. What balances out? I would say this sword is actually is actually more powerful. But what balances it out is you can use those two swords without fucking dying. You cannot use the fell blade without fucking dying. Yeah, because that's so, like the whole point. Yeah. So this they make this sword and they give it to uh, Alcatazar, and they free Alcatazar from his dungeon. And this is like on the seventh day at the height of the ritual, and the gash is about to win, and Alcatazar walks up and fucking shanks the shit out of him murders them so th this is another point where like the lord gets kind of confusing because i read it's on the seventh day or i've also read it's after he's already summoned it but he's and he's like super tired and gassed from doing it yeah point i just like being, to imagine he walked up to them and it just went like the north remembers <laughs> him sitting there the gash was the post nut clarity worth it Stink! <laughs> and just stabs him anyway point is he kills him and he prevents the spell from being completed as it's intended, but there is so much energy already gathered that whenever uh, Alcatazar kills him, all that energy is released, and that's what turns uh, Nekazar, or not Nekazar, uh, the entirety of Nekahara into the yeah, Nekahara into just the blasted wasteland of undeath that it is. Yeah, it, it was already kind of done a... with the river changing, but that was like the final nail in the coffin. Here's yeah. a question At what point do zombies become skeletons? What percentage De like, like, of flesh is decomposition required? rate? <laughs> like, um, because you know, like Total War, they're like jippy old skeletons with a shield and a sword but like all the uh, all the zombies are just every time uh, i see skeletons no, 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 no. i got it i've got it do you still have a desire for flesh that's the difference so you gotta wait until the brain rots away well no when you no longer have a desire for flesh that's when you're a skeleton Every time I see a skeleton walk in Total War Warhammer in my head, it's just a, it's just a like, dun -dun 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 -dun, spooky, scary, scary, because <laughs> they walk like, rattle me bones. Like they're hiding <laughs> in it whenever they run. It's hilarious. Yeah. Our, our quick little comment. Um, when Alcatazar was fighting the gash, because it wasn't an actual fight. It was short, but it was vicious. Uh, two of the, two of the 13 of the Council of Thirteen actually die protecting Alcatazar because they're casting spells through the gem while he's fighting the Gash. 
<laughs> the 13 strongest rats in current Skaven society were l- just lobbing spells, def- like defensive wards and shit around Alcatazar while he was fighting the Gash. Mm-hmm. And two of them fucking died in the process. Oh, there's one thing we forgot to mention. The I find that hilarious. There's one thing we forgot to mention. The books of Nagash. I was going to mention that at the end because so, they don't play a whole big part, except like they're there. No, no, they they actually do. Um... So it's during his time as the high as the high priest, Nagash's time, uh, time as the high priest, before he kills his brother, that he creates the nine books of Nagash. They're considered the nine most potent necromantic tomes ever created, ever. Literally, just having them important. gives you power. Yeah, yeah, and the or, reason more murders you. <laughs> yeah. And the reason they're important is because the reason that uh, Neferata becomes a vampire and learns to recreate the elixir of life is, she is because books. her predecessor steals one of the books. Well, funny. Oh, it's fun. no, I think her pre- her predecessor steals all nine of them. No, it's one. It's one? It's one. Yeah, um, that's how potent these And the books predecessor are. is her brother. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, even in AO, he even has the books in AOS. Yeah, for those who don't know, the, not, the books of the Gash in AOS, they had, them bitches are from the old world. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they are just... Yep. They are his nine personal grimoires of necromancy. Basically, if you are a basic bitch Humi and you read the nine books and don't fucking die, you can cast Nagash's magic. Yeah. It's not going to be on the same power you level, obviously. You don't even obviously. have to read all nine. You just have to read one and you'll well, have access to some of his knowing, magic. Knowing well, every, every, every tome, if I remember correctly, every tome is gives you the power to cast one of his spells. It just gives you a very in-depth, detailed like version of how it works and how to do it. Yeah. And if you read all nine, you will have a complete and total knowledge of the array of necromantic bullshit that he can do. Yeah. It's just that, like, By the way, that's know, the reason why he can cast nine spells in Age of Sigmar. Now you have to be strong enough to do it and, you know, not get murdered by the books and yada, 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 yada. Yeah. I could do it. Um, no, you fucking, fucking. <laughs> No, I'm just trying to do the, like, the zombie apocalypse um, energy. It's like, I wouldn't be dead. I could do this. I would live through that. I totally would. I could do it. Um, but yeah. So Alcatazar kills Nagash. It's hilarious. Fuck that guy. Ironically, um, in in all of Nagash's shit, whenever he resurrects, he never has his right hand because Alcatazar cut it off. Yeah. That's why he has to have like the whole gauntlet shit that that, that he wears. The because, yeah, that's like a permanent wound on his like on his soul. Essentially, is he don't get a right hand. Um, and then Alcatazar goes back to Nekahara and dies because he is super depressed because he's literally the last living Nekahara in existence. <laughs> yeah. And he steals Nagash's crown. He 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 throws the fell blade into a chasm, and Nagash's are the scaven recover it. He grabs Nagash's crown and just runs to Nekahar and then just dies. I think at the great. I don't. I think at the great Mortis Delta. I think no, is where he dies. no, 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 no. He doesn't run. Because um, remember, they're in Nekazar this entire time. No, they're they're in Nagashazar. They're, well, they're, they're technically they're, they're, technically no. the city of Nagashazar is inside of Nekahar. He runs uh, like back. He, he starts running back towards Kemri and dies somewhere in the Badlands. Yes, yeah. that's where that's where he actually dies where the Border Princes currently are in uh, Total War Warhammer. No, it's because f- yeah, it is there because he's discovered uh, either briefly before he dies or right after he he dies. He's discovered by a group of. Um, nomads, basically. Yes, and they're and they lower. Build... They eventually get up to Border Princes. They're not there initially. They're lower. No, that's right. They do expand a little bit, but it's not. It's, it's not, not far. far it's not far. There. They're in the Badlands, but not by much. Yeah. So he dies, and then uh, this group of nomads come across him, and their shaman takes one look at him and goes, "Like this is one. Of, this is one of the great kings of our time," and builds uh, and builds him a cairn. 
unfortunately, the, the 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 very next thing he does after doing that really cool act of kindness, it goes, oh man, that's a cool crown he has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he takes the crown. By the way, guys, I love how we stated this is going to be a very short episode. We're about to be done because like the Sigmar thing can glass over in like ten minutes. Yeah, because we co- oh, yeah. we covered it in Sigmar's. the Sigmar stuff. Actually, really isn't important because it has nothing to do with how he got his power. This we're basically done with how he got the power he needed to become like a god. Like yeah. he did all his warpstone shit, and then and and then it, right before when he was in his mortal form was when he was at his strongest then he died took him took him 1100 years to come back to life come back to life went to sigmar's place because sigmar had his crown because of bullshit we're just talking about right now yeah. and that's when he's like sigmar give me the shit and like suck my pee pee and sigmar was like no bitch suck my pee pee and then there was a whole like empire almost dying and then sigmar managed to 1v1 to gatch killed him and then he fucked off into the why so many thousand years yeah yeah that's basically it. And then we see him in End Times, and the only reason we see him in End Times was, fuck, I'm not yet at full power, but I have to make sure Chaos doesn't end the world so I can end the world. <laughs> and That's, that's the, it. And that's end credits. next time we see him. And then we fucking know how End Times goes. End scene, roll credits, let's go. That's basically yeah. it. It's just the shit with Sigmar is cool, so I want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the shaman picks up the crown, uh, becomes corrupted by it, ends up becoming a necromancer. For a very brief time. It is, it is very important to note that when he found the crown, this was a good man. Yeah. It was a good, just and man. The problem is that Nagash, in case he ever died, basically welded a piece of his soul into his crown. His, it's like the ring from his Lord gauntlet, of the His crown, his gauntlet, and his staff. No, no, it's his hand. His hand, yeah. His crown, his hand, and his staff all have a piece of his soul in them, essentially, with his crown being the most important part. Yeah. So having the crown is basically having the gash going, Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. Yeah, Do head-ass genocide things. It's just like the one ring from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, that's a very good comparison. Yeah. And so he ends up becoming a necromantic lord and founds this brief little empire that happens for a little while. Um, and eventually it... Yeah, and then the orcs come along, fucking annihilate it. The remnants of those people become the border princes, and then, uh, and uh, and, the, well, and then the remnants of the necromancers from that time spread all over the world. A, a, a large amount of them going to the new empire. They're like, hey, there's this cool Sigmar guy. We can go do necromancy shit in his in, in his empire, and that's why we have you know the von Karsteins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. So. During this time period, uh, Nagash, so the rest of Nagash's body is actually burned. And yeah, over the fucking time, Skaven are like, burn that bitch in Warpstone Flame. Yeah, and so over time, his ashes slowly start to reconstitute themselves. And Why are your fingers so cold? They feel warm. They look cold. So Ew. his... The ashes of his body slowly start to reconstitute themselves, and they put themselves back together inside of his sarcophagus, inside of the Black Pyramid. And, yeah, it takes, like, hundreds of years, but slowly he eventually regenerates his own body, and this is whenever he looks truly necrotic. Because, like, black bones, black flesh, uh, almost, like, scale-like arm, or scale-like skin, and, yeah, this is when he truly becomes, you know... The Bone Daddy. And then at that point, he wakes back up, looks around, and goes, Man, I am not as powerful as I once was. I need to get my shit back. And so he looks around Kimri, looks across the remains of uh, Nakaharian society. It is important to note that at this point, the Tomb Kings are a thing, and they're all like, Hey, Nagash, get the fuck out! (laughs) Yeah, no, so he looks around, and he's like, Cool, 
I'm going to go ahead and use all of these undead and like bind them to my will again, shows up and goes, oh fuck, I don't have the power to bind them to my will again. And all of the to now Tomb Kings take one look at him and go, motherfucker, we still hate you. We're going to fucking murder the shit out of you. And he's like, oh fuck, and runs back up to Nagashazar, which the Skaven have now taken back over. And he takes one look at Nagash Nagashazar and goes, what the fuck are these rats doing in my house? promptly kicks them out only to realize that the skaven have strip mined all of the warp stone from nagashazar and, and destroyed all of his machines that he used uh to empower himself and he's just like well fuck, fuck. <laughs> and so then he's like okay well i'm gonna go find my crown then where the fuck is my crown oh it's all the way in the empire all right mitchell give give us the cliff notes yeah, because at this point, this is when uh, Nagash heads to the Empire. This is when okay. he gets that one dickhead named Sigmar. Yep. The cliff notes. Here we go. Um, he went into the Empire. He met with Sigmar. Or, um, wait a minute. No. Sigmar was coming back from a ma major battle slash war. Um, Nagash kind of walked into a building. If I remember correctly, he absolutely almost pretty much murdered the everybody in that entire village, Empire. I forget what city it was. Because um, one important thing to note is he doesn't have the power to bind the undead to his will anymore. He is still one of the most potent, um, one of the most potent, thank yeah. you, potent sorcerers to have ever lived. Yeah. Kills Sigmar's only son. Um, meets with Sigmar after that and goes like, "Hey, give me my crown," or just like, "Hey guys, you have my crown. Can I have it back?" And Sigmar went, "I'm pretty sure you're evil. How about not?" Um, I'm pretty sure after that they just kind of fight and um, kills Nagash again. Yep. Woo! Cliff notes. <laughs> Pro-human propaganda. Nagash actually won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's basically it. Is he? He does this massive fucking war uh, all against the Empire. He gets crowned back, and Sigmar does swiggity swiggity things and. Wins. Uh, it's actually the the second book. I think is it the second or third book in his in the, in the Sigmar three book trilogy. The third. I think it's the, think it's the third. The third. Yeah. So you, that 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 actually has a book. We just like I said, it's not uber important. Um, that's basically it. That that's the story of how Nagash got his power. And then once again, we see him during end times. And also, like when he's dead, he's not actually dead. So he's plotting and learning and lurking and whatnot. So it's yeah. it's it's fair Every, to say that he again, learned he's more literally shit. like Voldemort. He yeah. learned more shit while dead, probably, or planned better and yada yada. But like every time Nagash dies, since his crown survives, he just reconstitutes himself back inside of the black pyramid the issue is it just takes him a really fucking long time the only real difference is during end times he actually gets all of his shit he gets all of his things of power and he's as powerful as he possibly can be only way he'd be stronger is if he was like dead for Juicing longer warp stone. or if he or if he had stayed dead longer to like regenerate more of his shit but like in end times he has all the shit if i remember correctly it's just that everyone's like hey nagash is a problem and uh when we if we defeat chaos we're gonna have to deal with him but also like we can't defeat chaos without him so give him his toys <laughs> yeah if i remember correctly that's kind of how that worked i like, might be wrong yeah, the it's, funny thing about it's a bad it's a bad problem right now but we can worry about that if we live <laughs> yeah listen we don't like stalin but this hitler guy <laughs> yeah. yeah he's uh he's causing some problems 
So, yeah, and then, of course, AOS happens, and at that point, Nagash gets reborn because of weird AOS bullshit, and he's really fucking powerful now, and then he eats all the Death Gods in Shaiish and creates the Mortarks from thin fucking air, and blah, 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 blah. He gets a pretty big power boost in AOS because he just eats gods, and I think he actually eats some gods in AOS in, 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 in End Times as well, I think. He does some weird No, yeah, no, he eats yeah, a lot right. of the um, Death Gods within Shaiish. So he, because it no, used no, to be we're talking during end times. no in end times. Oh, never mind. I'm stupid. I thought no. You I, are you are correct. That's during AOS. Yeah, y'all said end times, and I was like Age of Sigmar, and I went. Yeah, oh. basically every new Death God and every old Death God that survived end times that managed to make it into the uh the new gets nom- the new world or into the mortal realms, they all get consumed by Nagash. Yeah, and Nagash shows up and he's like, "Bitch, we eat." <laughs> So, like, but he, he did some god-eating in End Times, and then kind of took that energy to AOS, did it again, got uber-fucking-powerful, and now he is, like, the Bone Daddy. There's other things that go involved with that. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think I think that's it. That's that, that's, that's, it. that's the gist. One, one important thing that you might be asking us is, why aren't we covering End Times? And the answer for that is... No. It does not matter. No no, 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 no. This is an Age of Sigmar podcast, and... Fuck end times. That is such a goddamn clusterfuck. I like your funny words, Magic Man. Exactly. Uh, and also, basically, all you need to know about end times is that 99% of all the people died, and, like... Guess what? Yeah, he that's did, about it. Guess they, what? Didn't, they didn't he, win! Like, yeah. Guess what? <laughs> he wasn't one of them. There you go. Fucking moving on. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, I do we have any announcements? Patreon guys are awesome. Fucking love you all. We God, suck. We should have done not that. doing that in the beginning. Oops. Yeah. Whoopsie doots. Whoopsie doodles, my guys. <laughs> um, um, sorry for um my life falling apart. But yeah, but it's good now. But but reconstituting. You're, you're in a better place now. I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I may or may not have a date on Monday. We'll see how it goes. Yay. Uh, but yeah, a date you say? Maybe. That's it. So we'll see you, motherfuckers, mm. in three. No, two, no, no, hang on, hang on, two or hang three on, weeks. Hang on, I think. hang on, hang on, hang on. Tell me more about this date. Oh man, bro, <laughs> he doesn't have to air out all. Do not fucking say a goddamn word because you don't know if she'll appreciate talking about this on the podcast on the off chance she ever listens to this. Yeah. So keep your fucking mouth no, no, shut. No, no, no. Stop antagonizing no, 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 him. What no, no. size shoe does she wear? Oh, my <laughs> fucking god. <laughs> Stop, man! If this if this Rangers ever finds this podcast, listen, like, you are listen. So if she ever finds it, my name is Jacob, and I fucking tried. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry for my life falling apart, but you know, I'm okay. I moved, and um, I got a new job, and the apartment's this, nice. The apartment is a lot nicer yeah, than my nice. old one, dude. Yeah, no, this is a nice. You know what apartment. makes it nicer, in my opinion? It doesn't have those fucking stairs. The amount of times I've died on those stairs. Yes, because they're so <laughs> small and steep. I, I have fallen from the second step from the top. Trying to down. move furniture up there was so fucking miserable. So you want to know why I haven't moved my bookshelf from my car into my uh, apartment yet? Because you live yet? on the second story. It's because I live on the second <laughs> story. And no, and the, the, the stairs to get up to my apartment are like dog shit. So if I wanted to move the bookshelf, I'd have to unload the bookshelf first and then move it up because all the books are still in the in the shelves. Mm-hmm. And I just it, don't want to do that. Move. Well, no, because whenever we moved it out to my car, because it's one of my small, my short bookshelves. Oh. So like, and it's like all the books are packed in there. Like realistically, so like, if he had someone else, we could probably move the bookshelf up the stairs with the books still in it if he had another person. The problem is like it's really hard to justify going all the way to Waco to move one singular fucking bookshelf when he can do it himself in two hours. 
30 minutes. 30 minutes. There you go. I was gi- yeah. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. God. But no, it's just, yeah, those stairs suck ass. My oh new my, my new life motto is be better and be more. Guess what, Philip? Be better. No. Be better. Be no. more. Be more. No. <laughs> Fuck you. No. All right. Peace See, on homies. That's what I'm going to talk to my therapist well, about. Oh, my God. Like, no, 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 I don't want to go home. Dude, we don't have to dude, end now. We no, can no. go on my rant. On our rants. Yeah. No, no, the no, episode's dude, over. Fucking, I, uh, I want to go home and play Helldivers. No, so no this is not for democracy. I need to spread democracy. <laughs> so ah! that was actually something really funny that happened last week was that uh, my therapist was all like, hey, um, we need to talk about things and like actually figure out why you're depressed. And I was like, oh, cool. Let's talk about Cowboy Bebop for 20 minutes. And she was like, yeah, because she's also a giant fucking nerd. Exactly. And she was like, wait a minute, what were you talking about? Wait a minute, we're supposed to be talking about your depression. I was like, ah, yes, I hit you with the old razzle-dazzle. And she was like, you need to not do that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but my ADHD won't allow me to do that. And she was like, yeah, the issue is that my ADHD keeps falling you down the rabbit hole. We need to quit that. And I'm just like, but the razzle-dazzle. Over here, mood kindred. But yeah, no, it was it was funny as shit. Anyway. Oh. Um, yeah. Also, like, I'm so fucking excited to play another... No, you know what we need to do? Bro, Sears? bro. Dune 2 came out today. Are you fucking kidding me? March 1st, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it did. Hey, y'all wanna go watch Where's it? there a midnight showing in Austin? Quick, somebody look it up. If you're not going home tonight, we're going to a midnight showing. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you should not... Why do I that. do things? Yeah, go ahead and text Jess right now. Ah. You're not coming home tonight. <laughs> ah! We're going to a midnight show. <laughs> Stop the podcast. I, I, no. Dude, no. I want to go home. <laughs> Bro, you're not going home. Because I can guarantee you, neither Mitchell nor I will drive you home. We will drive you to a movie theater. But we're not driving you home. I don't think there's a midnight showing anywhere. That would be kind of in Austin. That would okay. I don't know. As much as I don't want to go right now, that's fucking surprising. Try harder. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Oh man, because like even fucking even back when we were in high school, Chestnut Square still had midnight showings of scary movies. I'll look at Alamo Draft House. There you go. Oh man, but like if their AC's busted, it's gonna be ass. And like it's it's not summer yet. What's the odds of it being busted? Yeah, but it's what, Texas and there's humidity. What are the odds of that of it being packed full of people who want to see a midnight showing of Dune 2? And then it's going to be and then it's gonna be hot. It's going to be humid and smell like balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just like the uh, the movie. Oh. God, that was that was such egregious ass. Bro, fucking what? Drafthouse.com All right. That is all, folks. We will see you all in two or three weeks. We have to decide if we're going to stick to normal schedule or go or or just go. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll 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 let y'all know in the Discord. Peace out, people. Hasta luego. Doodles.